Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. As the leper held up on the power of Christ and said, Lord, if thou wilt, he cried, thou canst make me clean. In this instance, we are shown how faith centered in Christ's ability to do and how it secured the healing power. It was concerning this very point that Jesus questioned the blind men who came to him for healing. He asked them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? And they said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. It was to inspire faith in his ability to do that Jesus left behind him. That last great statement, which in the final analysis is a ringing challenge to our faith. He said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. That is why we can have faith, faith in an all-powerful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Again, faith is obedient. It goes when commanded, as did the nobleman who came to Jesus in the day of his flesh and whose son was very sick. And like the man who was born blind, he goes to wash in the pool of Siloam when told to wash. And like Peter on the water, uh, or when he was fishing in the water in the net where Jesus commanded instantly, he told him, and Peter obeyed without question or doubt. Such faith takes away the stone from the grave of Lazarus instantly. You know, a praying faith keeps the commandments of God and does those things which are well-pleasing in his sight. It asks, Lord, what will you have me to do? And answers quickly, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Obedience helps faith, and faith in turn helps obedience. To do God's will is essential to true faith, and faith is necessary to implicit obedience. We need to always pray in faith, and yet faith is called upon sometimes often to wait in patience before God, and it is prepared for God's delays in answering prayer. Faith, great faith, does not grow disheartened because prayer is not immediately honored. It takes God at his word and it lets him take what time he chooses in fulfilling his purposes and in carrying on his work. There should be no discouragement, but there should be a, a knowing that what God has said, God will perform. There is bound to be much delay and long days of waiting for true faith. But faith accepts the conditions. It knows that there will be delays in answering prayer and regards such delays as times of testing in which it is privileged to show its metal, what it's really made out of, the stern stuff of which faith really is made. You know, in the case of Lazarus, there was an instance of where there was delay, where the faith of two good women was solely tried. Martha and Mary. Lazarus was critically ill and his sister sent for Jesus, but without any known reason, our Lord delayed his going to the relief of his sick friend. The plea was urgent and touching. Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. 
but the master is not moved by it, and the women's earnest requests seem to fall on deaf ears. What a trial to faith! Furthermore, our Lord's tardiness appeared to bring about hopeless disaster. While Jesus tarried, Lazarus died. But the delay of Jesus was exercised in the interest of a greater good. Finally, he makes his way to the home in Bethany. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, to the intent that ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Fear not, beloved, O God, children of God. We are not to uh, doubt and to despair when we are tempted and tried Jesus will come if patience is exercised and faith holds fast. His delay will serve to make his coming the more richly blessed. Pray on, wait on. He cannot fail. If Christ delay, wait for him. In his own good time, he will come and he will not tarry. Delay is often the test in the strength of our own faith. How much patience is required when these times of testing come? Yet faith, our faith, gathers strength by waiting and by praying. You learn who God really is and, and you begin to see him for his greatness and his majesty. And, and you begin to have a trust that you didn't have before. Patience has its perfect work in the school of delay. In some instances, delay is of the very essence of the prayer. God has to do many things in order to give the final answer, things which are essential to our good. And it can only come because of delays and because we have to wait. You know, Jacob prayed with point and in a strong ardor to be delivered from Esau. But before that prayer could be answered, there, there was much to be done with and for Jacob. He had to be changed as well as Esau. And Jacob had to be made into a new man before Esau could be. Jacob had to be converted to God before Esau could be converted to Jacob. The large prayer of Jesus is simply this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. How wonderful are these statements of what God will do in answer to prayer. How great of an importance these ringing words are. Faith in Christ is the basis of all working and of all praying. All wonderful works depend on wonderful praying, and all praying is done in the name of Jesus Christ. An amazing lesson of wondrous simplicity is this praying in the name of Jesus Christ. All other conditions are worthless. Everything else is renounced save Jesus only. The name of Jesus, the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, must be supremely sovereign in the hour and the article of prayer. If Jesus dwell at the fountain of your life, if the currents of his life have displaced and superseded all of your self-currents, if implicit obedience to him be the inspiration and force of every movement of your life, 
then he can safely commit the praying to your will and pledge himself by an obligation as profound as his own nature that whatsoever is asked shall be granted. Because, beloved, you will know definitely how to pray. When you have yielded and given everything up to God, you will not pray out of the will of God. Nothing can be clearer and more distinct, more unlimited, both in application and the the exhortation and urgency of Christ when he says, have faith in God. Pray, beloved, in the faith of our wonderful Lord Jesus Christ. And remember that prayer and faith work hand in hand. You cannot have faith and not pray. And you should, when you pray, have great faith that whatsoever you ask, God is going to perform it on your behalf. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.